You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Amy Morris. Here are the stories we're following today. We begin here in the U.S., where Moody's Investor Services lowered the credit ratings for 10 small and mid-sized lenders. And it also says bigger banks may face downgrades as well. Bloomberg's Valerie Titel has more on the reasons behind the moves. The first one is higher funding costs. We saw evidence of this in the recent earnings announcement. We saw a net interest margin compression. We know that is eating into these smaller banks' profitability. Moody cites that as their main reason. The second reason is regulatory capital weakness. We We know that the U.S. regulatory capital framework is going under flux, and they want to include a broader cast of banks in this regulatory net. Third is their asset risk. Now, this is getting a lot of attention. Uh, Moody's is directly pointing to their commercial real estate loans that a lot of these small and mid-sized banks sit on. Bloomberg's Valerie Titel notes some of the banks seeing ratings cuts this morning include M&T Bank, Webster Financial, Bank of Oklahoma Financial, and several others. Banks are also under pressure in Europe. Italy's right-wing government spooked markets with an unexpected tax on bank profits. We get more from Bloomberg's Tom Metcalf in London. Big surprise in a negative way for the sector, not just initially, but also the wider banks where we're seeing all the shares fall. But yeah, the big Italian banks, the union credit down basically as much as 6.5% at the open, which gives you an indication of how this is being received. I don't think it was expected. And it's really interesting because obviously this comes against the backdrop of all those earnings where we were just talking about how much money these banks were making off the higher rate environment. And now it looks like Rome is looking to sort of take a piece of that and about two billion of the people are expecting this tax to raise. Bloomberg's Tom Metcalf notes Italian banks are the worst performers in Europe this morning. Italy's main stock exchange is now down 1.66 percent. Miami stocks fell in Asia overnight after disappointing economic data out of China. The country's exports fell for a third straight month in July. Bloomberg Daybreak Asia anchor Brian Curtis has more from Hong Kong. Exports slumped 14.5 percent from a year earlier. That's the worst decline since February of 2020. Imports contracted 12.4 percent more than double estimates. That left a trade surplus of $80.6 billion for the month. It's a double whammy for the economy. Global demand is weak and so is domestic consumption. There's a plethora of issues here. Sagging business and consumer confidence, a deflating property market, and a government that is wary of large-scale stimulus. In Hong Kong, Brian Curtis, Bloomberg Daybreak. Thank you, Brian. Back here in the U.S., we have some news on new tech coming out of Apple. Sources tell us the company is testing a high-end, next-generation laptop processor. More from Bloomberg's Doug Krisner. 
The new chip is the M3 Max, and it'll be at the heart of a high-end MacBook Pro laptop expected to debut next year. The central processing unit includes 12 high-performance cores for demanding tasks like video editing and four efficiency cores for less intensive applications like browsing the web. The M3 chip will mark the first time Apple is shifting to a 3-nanometer production process for Mac chips. The aim is to provide better battery life and strong performance gains. In New York, I'm Doug Krisner, Bloomberg Daybreak. Okay, Doug, thanks. We're watching shares of Tesla this morning. They're down about 1%. That comes on news that Chief Financial Officer Zachary Kirkhorn is stepping down after 13 years at Tesla. Longtime Tesla investor Kathy Woods reacting to the news. We spoke with the ARK Investment CEO late yesterday. It's a tough job. It's a tough, tough job. So I, uh, I guess 13 years was a, a really good run for Zach. And can't say enough good things about him and what he did for Tesla. Tesla is the largest individual contributor to Kathy Wood's flagship ARK Innovation ETF. The company's chief accounting officer will take over the CFO role in addition to his current duties. That's what's happening on Wall Street. Let's catch you up now on the latest political news. We're learning more about Donald Trump presidential campaign strategy. Sources say he plans to hold rival events to deny his challengers the public spotlight. Joan Doniger has details from our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. The former president plans to skip appearances with other Republican candidates. Instead, sources tell Bloomberg he'll hold separate events surrounded by his allies. His aim? To make sure his rivals don't get the exposure they need to chip away at his status as the frontrunner in the nomination race. The sources say this will allow Trump to draw attention away from lower polling candidates and shore up his own lead. The plan, however, does not mean he'll skip this month's Republican National Committee candidates debate. He may still take part. Joan Doniger, Bloomberg Daybreak. Joan, thanks. There's also a controversial special election on the uh, schedule today. Voters in Ohio will vote on constitutional amendments tied to abortion rights. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. It is Ohio's issue one, and if it's approved, a 60% supermajority would be required to amend the Constitution. Currently, it's a simple majority. Now, this is a GOP-backed referendum that was called to proceed before an expected vote in November on a proposed amendment that would enshrine abortion rights in Ohio's Constitution. The White House has even chimed in now, saying it strongly opposes any attempts to take away a woman's choice. I'm Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Daybreak. look at some of the other stories making news around the world. And for that, we are joined by Bloomberg's John Tucker. Good morning, John. And Amy, good morning to you. That's hail the size of golf balls falling in Huntington, West Virginia, as a deadly storm system hammered the eastern half of the nation from New York to Georgia. At least two people died. Thousands of flights were canceled or delayed, and more than 1.1 million homes and businesses lost power. The storm spread it was massive, with tornado watches and warnings posted across 10 states, from Tennessee to New York. In Anderson, South Carolina, a 15-year-old boy was killed when a tree fell on him. In Florence, Alabama, police say a 28-year-old man was struck by lightning and died. Former President Trump's legal team made their late afternoon deadline to respond to a protective order request over evidence in the 2020 election charges against him. Trump's attorneys say he shouldn't be subject to a blanket gag order seeking to narrow the scope of sensitive materials in the case. New York City officials investigating a shark attack at Rockaway Beach Monday evening where a 50-year-old woman surfing near the shoreline was bitten in the left leg. 
flag. Beachgoers were told to leave. Everybody was leaving the beach and they was just like, just don't get in the water. I was like, what happened? He was like, somebody got bit by a shot. After reaching the shore, the woman was taken to Jamaica Hospital in critical condition. The Red Cross now following the FDA's new guidance on blood donations, announcing that all donors will answer the same eligibility questions regardless of gender or sexual orientation and will be assessed for blood donation based on individual risk factors, not on sexual orientation. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says the U.S. is backing regional efforts to bring a diplomatic resolution to the extremely troubling situation in Niger. West African heads of state are preparing to meet later this week to discuss the crisis in the nation where soldiers seized control of the state and took the president hostage. And a committee of scientific experts says the South Korean-based research center behind the claims of a breakthrough in superconductor technology will be providing it with samples required for the validation process in as early as two weeks. That material, LK99, they claim is capable of conducting electricity with zero resistance at room temperature and pressure. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm John Tucker. This is Bloomberg. Amy. All right. Thank you, John. Time now for our Bloomberg Sports Update. For that, we bring in John Stashauer. Amy, baseball handed down suspensions after that big fight that took place at second base on Saturday. Tim Anderson of the White Sox, Jose Ramirez of the Guardians squaring off. Anderson took a punch to the face, but he was evidently seen as the instigator because he got hit with a six-game suspension. Ramirez will sit for three games. Baseball in Boston, the Red Sox out to end a four-game losing streak, tied 2-2 with the Royals. Bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. Pitch. Swing the drive to left field, high and deep toward the pole. It is a home run. It hit the pole. The Red Sox walk it off and a grand slam by Pablo Reyes. Can you believe it? His first home run is a member of the Red Sox. And the Red Sox win it 6-2, to two, a walk-off grand slam. WEEI in Boston with the call. And the Red Sox are ahead of the Yankees now in the AL East as the Yanks lost in Chicago to the White Sox. 5-1. to one. The Cubs were red hot. They had won 13 of 16, but they lost to the Mets in New York 11-2. to two. The Mets ending a six-game losing streak. Giants sent the Angels to a seventh loss in a row, 8-3. to three. Seventh straight win for Texas, 5-3 at Oakland, and the Rangers now have a three-game lead in the AL West. Teddy Bridgewater signing with the Detroit Lions. This will be his sixth different team. He's also played with Carolina, Denver, Minnesota, New Orleans, and Miami. He'll be the backup to Jared Goff on the Lions. John Stash, our Bloomberg Sports. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank. Because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. 
or you think you do. The people in the spotlight, athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. From coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius XM, the Bloomberg Business App, and Bloomberg.com, this is Bloomberg Daybreak. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. Banks are under pressure around the globe this morning. Multiple risks have led Moody's Investor Service to cut the credit rating on nearly a dozen small and mid-sized firms in the U.S. and to put several others on notice. In meantime, a surprise windfall tax on banks in Italy has European lenders on notice this morning. Bloomberg Radio and TV markets correspondent Valerie Titelsman tracking developments in the financial sector for us this morning. And Val is back here with us now. There'd been a debate for a while here, Valerie, on whether the worst was over for small and mid-sized banks in this country after the regional turmoil following the Silicon Valley and Signature Bank collapses. But I guess Moody's now is saying not so fast. Well, perhaps the worst is over, but there are still some overhanging risks. And uh, Moody's citing uh, in this sweeping overhaul, citing three reasons uh, for these downgrades. Now, the first one being, which they talked at length about, was higher funding costs. Now, we have heard a lot about this recently, especially in this round of earnings seasons, when we saw that net interest margin compression from a lot of these smaller lenders. That's because they're having to pay up a bit more to hold on to these deposits and it's really eroding their profitability and hurting their costs of capital. So that being one of the key reasons why Moody's decided uh, to do this sweeping assessment of these lenders. The other one they cited, uh, Nathan, was regulatory capital weaknesses. Now, we know that the U.S. is wanting to overhaul the regulatory framework, uh, especially when it comes down to capital ratios uh, of these banks uh, in the U.S. And instead of just targeting the largest banks, this new overhaul is going to target a broader strategy of banks and is going to impact the smaller lenders. And Moody's uh, citing in this report that perhaps uh, their balance sheets won't be ready for those tougher capital rules. The third one they raise is this asset risk. They specifically cite the commercial and real estate loans, which we know these smaller lenders in the U.S. have a huge proportion of on their balance sheet, citing that as a key risk. If we do enter a mild recession, that could be a big vulnerability to these small lenders. It sounds, Valerie, like the uh, analysts are pointing to more systemic risks for some of these small and mid-sized lenders rather than some of the uh, idiosyncratic issues that we saw uh, with Silicon Valley and Signature Bank. Is that the right read on that? 
Uh, look, likely, I mean, th- there was 27 moves by Moody's overnight. Uh, reading each report, we'll delve into the specifics on each uh, uh, single stock. But uh, collectively, you know, th- these th- the those three developments I named, the higher funding costs, the capital weaknesses, the regulatory capital weaknesses, and that asset risk uh, exposure to CRE has really just lowered the credit profile of uh, smaller lenders uh, in the U.S. just generally. And a lot of people were asking me this morning, oh, but in these earning announcements, we heard so much about these uh, these smaller lenders divesting loans and repairing their balance sheets. But Moody calls out specifically that, yes, that is a good thing, but that also means that they've pulled back on new lending. If they pull back on new lending, they're not taking advantage of, of lending at these new higher yields, uh, which they, they need to do because their, their profitability is being eroded by having to pay more for those deposits. And if we start to see more of that happen, pulling back on lending, that raises the question about whether the U.S. could actually be headed for a recession and potentially put more of a spotlight on what the Fed does next? Well, we know that what makes the smaller lenders in the U.S. very different from those larger uh, banks in the U.S. is that the smaller, medium-sized lenders are really key to extending credit to the new economy. And if they are continually under pressure on their balance sheets, uh, you know, pulling back on on these new loans could really impact the U.S. economy, especially when it comes to commercial real estate. We know they're very involved in that. But a lot of people say that these headwinds for these smaller banks really don't end until the Fed does cut because that that would be the one thing that would really help them with their profitability, right? To reinvert the curve, to see those two-year yields sink uh, way lower than 10-year yields will help them with their profitability. But if the U.S. economy is still holding in strong due to this uh, government spending we're seeing from the Biden administration, you know, the, 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 the turn of the cycle from the Fed could still be a long way off. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Today, your morning brief on the stories making news from Wall Street to Washington and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed by 6 a.m. Eastern each morning on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say, Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Amy Morris. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.